Hello, Nick. Uh, let me see. Okay. Aldous here. Catherine is here. And Connie is here. Welcome, everybody. I'm very happy to see you all. Yeah, uh, Catherine, yes, perfect. We are here, very excited. Welcome, everybody. Uh, this is the session number 69. We are getting close to the 100. We have to organize a party for the 100 sessions soon. So well, maybe 75 could be a good, a good milestone because it's just three-fourths of a hundred. Right. Um, yeah, anyway, so let me, let me introduce you to Nicolas Lashaw. He's the general director of all these programs. With, uh, general and director. General and director uh, of Diamond Color Classic. So why don't you... I don't know, talk a little bit about whatever you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we're going to have a party, I want to talk about that. Uh, just kidding. Uh, yeah, we started this when the pandemic first hit. We started the Mixed Nuts Reading Club just as a way to make sure that we were engaging our friends all over the world. And we do it every week. And so but we've skipped some and I guess it's been like over two years or something that we've been doing this. So it's kind of amazing. 69 is probably not even an accurate count. Uh, we're probably more like 75 because sometimes I would put the same number two weeks in a row by accident. <laughs> anyway, uh, I used to run this every week. I'm really grateful to Juan Hasso for taking over the job of steering the reading club because I've been too busy lately with uh, so many responsibilities and uh, Connie knows. So uh, anyway, I'm really glad to be here. Thank you, Juan. Thanks everybody. Very welcome and thank you as well. Thank you as well for everything you're doing and everything that you will do in the future. I know it's amazing. <laughs> so, okay, today we have a, well, I guess each time is a very special topic. But this one happens to be of interest of a lot of people. And what is it? It's the karma of partner relationships. It's, it's very interesting that no, no, no matter where I go, no matter different friends I meet, uh, different countries, everywhere people is always, I, I almost feel like there is like a special attraction to this topic. Like you wanna sell something, talk about partners. And then so many people will come. It's, it's like super interesting. <laughs> totally. uh, and yeah, I, I, I found that's what I do lately when it's like a reading club. Then I go and explore all classes that Geshe Michael has, has teach or has taught, has teach, God. has taught uh, in the past. And then I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed of how many beautiful teachings there are. Like you just have to dig a little bit in different websites or databases and you find true jewels of knowledge. 
So for the audience in general, I will say you are encouraged to watch the class if you want. This one I found it on the knowledge base. We have a Telegram group chat of Diamond Color Classics and you can find it there. It, had a, it didn't have a reading, but I just did a general um, brief summary about the class. Of course, it's much better to watch the class. Somebody informed me that my reading was full of uh, misspellings. So I apologize for that. But okay, why don't we start? Um, and first of all, just brief introduction. The class is about the uh, um, very frequent questions regards uh, partnerships, relationships. And the very first question that Geshe Michael uh, deals with is, is it possible to have a perfect relationship? Just, just by that, I think it's like already, it, it, we can talk about that for a while, but let's start with the beginning. So I will um, ask you guys, what do you, what do you think? What's your general take? But I wanna hear both your personal experience and also what scriptures say. What do you think? Is it possible to have a perfect relationship? Uh, and yeah, anybody who feels you can just start. Maybe Connie, do you wanna start? Sure, okay. First question on my side would be, what do you mean by perfect? <laughs> That's a very yeah. good question. Um, but you know what? I, yeah, it is possible. I think it would be terribly pessimistic of me to say it's, it isn't possible. But at the same time, perfect can still mean that you disagree with things, that you um, talk things through and that you don't see things the same way. As a matter of fact, that makes it much more perfect when you have different ideas and different opinions and you respect each other enough to want to listen to what the other person thinks and you want to change based on that maybe or maybe not i think sometimes the perfection is just in the in the love itself the love that you hold for one another uh, mm. throughout everything but perfection is kind of a strange, it's a strange beast for me, I would say. <laughs> it definitely is. But yeah, you make it perfect, really. I think it's possible that you make it perfect. And it's, that doesn't also always mean that it's filled with happiness all the time either. I, that's probably really weird to say to somebody, but <laughs> I don't, I'm, you know, it's life. It's what what you've made and what you continue to make with the person that you love. And when you have that love, whatever you do with it for the world is there's you and the love and the sharing of the love with the world, and always coming back to the. No matter what happens, having that love for one another. That's hey, yeah. kind of perfect. Thank you very much. And I actually, I, I think your answer is very interesting because now it makes me 
I supposedly I plan like a structure of questions, but now I'm just gonna break it all. And I think it's actually gonna be much more interesting. So at the end of the class uh, that I, this talk is inspired, Geshe Michael was talking that in a way, this is a, a, maybe a little bit of my own interpretation, but he was saying that the purpose of having a successful, uh, a perfect partnership, let's say, it's to inspire the world. And in a way is to save the world. I think he talks about if you can achieve success in many different aspects in your life, then you're going to be able to inspire other people. And if you are inspiring them to be uh, kind, to be wise, to be loving, that's how we can actually help this world or to save the world, let's say. But now I will, I will then maybe ask the question, like, why in the first place do we want to have a partner? And... And, and yeah, because it's the same. I feel like it's like a human craving. It's like unbelievable. We all want it somehow. And, and it's like instinctual somehow. And, and what do you think is the purpose of having a partner in the first place? And, and maybe, I mean, I also was struggling with this. What actually perfection will mean? Um, what do you think, Nick? Why do we want to have a partner? Like, why is it so deeply integrated in our nature that we want a partner and we don't know? And then we get the partner and we are not sure if we want a partner anymore. <laughs> then we start struggling and then we argue, but then we don't have a partner. And then ah, I wish I had a partner. It's like, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. What do you think? <laughs> I think it's interesting. Yes. <laughs> Um, the grass is always greener, right? That's why I have fake grass here. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, you kind of answered to the, I think you can look at this on two levels. Um, why do we want to have a partner from the perspective of a person who's just trying to live their life and get through life and, you know, be happy from moment to moment? Uh I think that generally what you said is it's just something that's built into us as human beings is not wanting to be alone and, uh, you know, wanting companionship, uh, you know, and all of the, just wanting all of the nice day to day things that come along with, with having someone uh, mostly sharing and, and some element of growth and uh, learning is probably in there. Although most people might not say that that's why they want a partner. <laughs> I don't know. I've been practicing like spirituality for a long enough now that I kind of forget why I might've wanted a partner before, but mm -hmm. then, so that brings us to the next part of my answer, which is, I think when you're, when you get serious about like self-improvement or spirituality, uh, I think there's some aspects of, you know, usually you know your mind shift changes and your because you kind of set your motivation each day to be be able to do something that to just do things that's going to help you to achieve nirvana and enlightenment you know so i think that having a partner becomes more of a powerful practice to especially what i think connie was touching on like a lot of reflection <laughs> you know like 
it shows you have no choice but to see some of the work you need to do. And, uh, and that's really helpful, actually. And there's many aspects of having a partner that help you with your spiritual growth. But that mirror in your face is <laughs> the most obvious one anyway. And, pow- and it's so powerful in my experience um, and hard. Uh, so just, you know, what do you mean by want? <laughs> you know, like sometimes you want, sometimes you don't, but it, it's, but on a deeper level, it's a good, it feels like it's a good idea. So I think that's my answer about why you, know, you have different kinds of people, right? People who are just trying to be happy in the moment and people who are trying to practice things to get enlightened. Now that said, I'm not saying on a spiritual path, just like anyone will do, you know, mm. like it's still important to have a very powerful and deep and, and special connection with somebody. And all of that I think is the same, but I think the reasoning for why to work so hard at making a relationship work with another person changes a little bit. Thank you, Nick. Now the reading also take us to a very interesting place. Geshe Michael at the beginning, uh, when he's answering just the very first question, he said, we were trained, uh, at those days he was saying, like, we were trained to be able to learn how to change the future. And if you know how it really works, no, he says something more like, it is possible, but you have to understand the real causes below a relationship. And then you can fix anything. And he said, it is possible. And then he explains how, how a relationship is actually happening. And basically, m- most of you may be familiar with the Penn story. And basically, the principle is that partnership and partners are the same as the pen. The seed coming, the luminous image, he talks about this in the, in the, re- in the class. And then I will go back and I would like to ask Aldo, that if it's true that that seeds are creating 100% of your reality, then it has to be possible. To be honest, for me, it's difficult to believe. 100% perfect partner. And I'm same as, as Connie La was saying, like, I even struggle to imagine what perfect will mean. Like, I don't even have a very clear definition of what perfect could be, what it means. Like, every single joke she says is going to make me laugh or you know like what's exactly like what's perfect to me it's like uh like i don't know but that's what the these teachings say right 100 percent of reality is coming out of your seats so then what do you think aldo is 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 it possible to have a hundred percent perfect partner relationship uh, yeah that's a good one Juan, I'm still with with Connie, like we should define perfect because maybe many different minds have a different definition of perfect, but we must say, and we have to say that if our relationship is coming from our seeds, then we can plant the relationship and the partner that we want and that we ever dreamed of. And I, I totally agree with Nick as well. It's the partner practice. Well, for me, it has been very challenging, but very beautiful at the same time, because 
like Nick said, it's like your 24-7 mirror in your face. And it requires you to go deeper in your practice and to like have like inner surgery because you're seeing it like 24-7. So uh, I've heard uh, great Gesela said it's, the, it's one of the highest spiritual practice and I agree and it's a beautiful practice. And I think if you really commit to it and like Conila said, if you, if you really like maintain your, your respect and your love and appreciation for your partner, it can really become a very beautiful experience. It can even be like a, like a, how can you say, enlighten, enlightenment enhancer, no? Like, because you're really working like with your heart and to be, to be better every day. And no, I like, like regarding the perfection for me, it will be like, if you, if you take it like a bit to the side of the diamond way teachings, to see your partner as your holy angel, that will be like for me the the perfect relationship to always see them as a holy angel that's guiding me and opening my heart. For me, that will be my my version tending to the perfection in a relationship. Yeah, that's my take on it, Juan. Thank you, Aldo. It's very very. I feel very encouraging hearing that, that maybe the perfect relationship is the one who helps you to become perfect. But it's a little tricky and weird as well because it seems that, okay, my partner is coming from my seats. So I don't think I will create a perfect partner until my seats are perfect. But the, the reason that I want a partner is because my seats are not perfect and I want them to be perfect. So it's like... I don't know, you know, it's like challenging. Oh, the catch-22, yeah. Yeah, what's going to happen first? Am I going to become perfect or am I going to have the perfect partner? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have some ideas about that, but what do you think, Catherine? What, or, and you can also add whatever uh, was interesting for you of this class. Thank you, thank you. I totally agree with um, what... Uh, everybody said, um, well, yes, um, when we talk about the partner or perfect partner, um, if we think, um, for me, uh, because I just got married uh, recently, and mm -hmm. um, well, actually, I, I didn't um, want to be, want to have a partner, well, years ago. I feel like uh, I'm happy, you know, Konyla um, know, uh, I'm living in our community. Uh, we are harmonious and uh, everybody uh, love each other. We are like a big family. So I don't really think that I, I need a partner because I have already have many partners. Like um, I treat them as the partners because everybody will help me. But then, um, but then I, I want, suddenly I realized that um, actually um, the people who near you the most are actually like the mirror, as you said, as um, Nick said, as Eldo said. So they're the perfect, like the perfect mirror, which reflects um, 
what you should work on the most. So um, I think, uh, yes, I have a big family, but I still need a, a teacher, a holy angel and the teacher who guide me to, well, through this person, through the partner, I, so that I can practice how to take care of others and uh, expand my capacity to take care of others. And um, so that's the experience for me, but uh, talk about the perfect relationship. Um, I don't think there is a perfect relationship just out there waiting or a perfect uh, partner who's there out there. And as, uh, as Juan said, uh, he's coming from my seat and then I, I, I believe that um, uh, he will not be perfect until my seeds is perfect. But actually it's not, but actually it all depends on we understanding, we, we understand that um, where the partner is coming from, right? If I think the partner is out there, someone out there, and, uh, and then I couldn't, I, I could never reach, uh, a perfect or a perfection, right? Because I think he's out there, and this is this original route is wrong. Actually, it's in the wrong direction. So I will never reach that end uh, or that 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 side of a perfect relationship. Well, actually, someone asked me many years ago. Uh, well, actually, many people asked me. They said, uh, I have two, you know, I want to uh, have a partner. I have two candidates. One is intelligent, but not rich. One is rich, but not, but, but, but superficial. So which one should I choose? Like, and I just like smile and laugh at myself. Like, oh, this is kind of person who reminds me, this is a diamond deal. But actually, it's very common for people to think, oh, there's someone out there already. Um, and I, I, I should choose which one is, a per is like a perfect. And, and that's actually that's wrong. So that's very interesting. So actually, um, if we don't really understand the, the, the route or we really don't know where the partner come from and we could never reach that perfection or that perfect partnership so that's 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 what i'm thinking so you told hey. her to take the guy with the money right <laughs> i'm just kidding no but it's 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 funny because it's actually something that geshe michael talks about in the class he says that it's, as you just say, Catherine, it's a very common question. And sometimes when people, <laughs> in a way, I will say, have this um, situation of having to make choices, and guess you, Michael, say, don't make choices. I'm not going to tell you, go for the one who's just uh, a good person but doesn't like to work, or, or go for the one who likes to work, but he's very angry person. Well, I mean, I'm making my own examples, but he basically says, don't settle for that. Plant the famous the seed. diamond deal. Yeah. He says, plant the, plant the seed 
and go for everything. And I find that very, very inspiring. It's like, it, you know, it's like, it gives me hope. So the thing is like the answer for the very first question at his class, is it possible to have a perfect relationship? He gives a full Total, I don't know if you say this word in English, contundent, like, como se dice ni contundente, definitivo, a definitive, yes. He say, yes, it is possible, but you need to know how it works. So now there is, um, let me, let me see. Um, I, I once have heard, I think Geshe Michael, say this lately, I don't remember where, but he said that the most expensive karma of all karmas is to perceive emptiness directly. But then he say, he say, except living with your own personal angel. <laughs> he say, that's even more expensive. And he say, and then I'm serious. So, so what do you think on that? That means like really in order to have like a, an ultimate perfect relationship with like an enlightened being, we really have to 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 work it it's like Catherine was saying it's not like it's gonna happen by itself we really have to plant the seeds in order for it to happen and if any of you wants also to mention now that we're talking about seeds what will be the the answer for you for the second and third question where where do i find a partner and what do i do to keep them <laughs> Well, luckily for me and Connie, we happen to be deeply buried in this subject right now because we're preparing for a term at the Sedona College um, where we're teaching these very topics. So <laughs> uh, oh, Brian's here too. Cool. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'll just say, I want to say one thing to what Connie and Catherine were talking about. Like when I listen to this, like for somebody like me, whose karma is like, you know, it's okay. It's, sometimes it's good in certain ways and sometimes it's not so good in certain ways, you know. Uh, I guess I would define a perfect relationship like this. If there's a state that we can reach, you know, if it's really true, that we, we can reach a place in our life where we are free of pain and, and just, you know, and, and suffering's over. You know, and, and we're in a position to be able to help others do that. And then there's somebody that would like that by being with them, it's helping us get there as quickly as possible. Then that's perfect. Whether it's happy or sad or whatever, if it's taking us toward that goal, there's nothing higher. You know, I would say that's a perfect relationship. So <clears throat> I don't, you know, I don't think that that's necessarily what he's talking about in these talks when he's, I mean, there's many levels pretty much mm -hmm. whenever Geshe Michael's teaching. There's a lot of layers or levels. But uh, what were you just talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say that. No, uh, that's great. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Finding them and keeping them. This is something cool, and it's what I'm teaching. Or it's uh, We talk about reinvesting the seeds, and I think it's beautiful because I love the concept of an upward spiral. So if you have a partner... And you have at least some good times, you know, and you have some that there's happiness and there's love, then in whatever ways you can find to use that positivity to help others and plant seeds, then it's going to make the 
happiness and positivity in your own relationship better. So like the more you can share that joint positivity with others, then you're planting seeds to make more of that in yours. And then as you have more time, you know, more good times that you can share with others, it becomes more and more powerful and you can just plant more and more, you know, good seeds for your relationship. So I think that's probably the only way to achieve what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't even know if meditating for 12 years in a cave alone would do it. And you know, I think you gotta, you gotta do this like planting seeds together. I think, I think you've got to see the old lady together, you know, is what I'm saying. Carmen just asked in the chat, what about the old lady? What I mean is somehow together, maybe you make more powerful seeds when you can share the love that you share with her or him. When, when you can share that with others uh, in one way or the other. I don't mean in any like weird ways. I just mean like, <laughs> like, like visiting the old lady together. Thank you, Nick. And let's assume that, the, I don't really know, but let's assume that there were like a few new people here in the program that they just wanted to, to start um, getting familiar with this system. Uh, I would like to ask Conila, like, what would you say when people say, like, I can find a partner, how and where, where should I find the partner? Could you give us a, a maybe a brief example of the steps that Nick was, he was describing, we have to do, but could you um, tell us how does this system, like, how do you find a partner? Where do you find the partner? And how do you keep the partner? <laughs> Thank you for that, Juan, for giving it to me. You know, um, <laughs> so the thing is, is usually the, the whole idea is based upon like makes like. So if I'm feeling lonely and the, I, the idea is that I want someone to share time with me so I'm not lonely, then I look for someone to plant seeds with who is very lonely. So usually elderly people on their own or in a, you know, an institution are very lonely, but it could be kids or it could be anybody who is very lonely. That's the important thing because oftentimes people think, well, I've got a friend who wants a partner. I'll go and help her find a partner. It's a good idea, but that person isn't all as lonely as someone who's older and not really wanted anymore in society. Those things are really someone who needs something badly is a great, great individual to plant the seeds with. Because when you're with them, I mean, everything about it becomes electric. You feel how much they enjoy your company and you enjoy theirs. Hopefully, I said, when I say that, it's like, you never know. But the point is usually someone who's lonely is so happy to see somebody. And so just spending that time with them is, is fabulous. So that's the first step is to identify the fact, find the person, the best person to plant a seed with. You gotta, if you want something, you gotta give it to somebody else first. That idea is crucial. Uh, so you make that kind of a plan. You want a partner, you make a plan, you find the perfect person to plant the seeds with, an elderly person, and then you come home and you just feel really good about spending that time with them. And there's ways to upgrade the whole system, but that's the basic uh, system for being able to create a partner. 
And then everything you do with them is what makes that perfection. You know, the love, the kindness, everything about it. Nick created the most beautiful partner in the world. <laughs> I think so. By <laughs> visiting an old lady. Apparently, I think I heard once that Nick stole that old lady from some Geshe Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a, one of my things that I love is to make people laugh. And I love making JB laugh. And the other day he said something so funny. I thought it's working. <laughs> <laughs> it's making me laugh. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. Those basic four steps are the four steps for being able to create the perfect partner. So that's the finding part that we don't call finding anymore. We call it creating. And then keeping them. Wow, Nick already really said that. Going back to together to the person who is and spending time with people who are lonely or sharing your love with the world is what reinvests the seeds. I think what kills it, like we don't really talk about that too much, but when we, if I was just to want John for myself and be really unhappy that he can't be there for me when I want him or I'm unhappy that he's doing something really good because you know I can't be with him those are the things I think that kill a relationship of course jealousy kills it really fast but those selfish kinds of seeds are the ones that um that, that are they take from it rather than add to it Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Conila. Uh, something that I really like about the system is that it say that once you plant the seed, doesn't matter where you are, the seed is going to chase you. So some people were having this kind of struggle, like in the in the class, they they were asking, uh, just one second. <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> there was like a beeping. Uh, people were concerned, like, where do I going to find it? Am I going to find it at the club? I'm going to find it in the internet. But then this idea is very interesting because it will come to you somehow, even like magically. I mean, I call it magically, but it's seeds, right? Uh, and Geshe Michael was saying, just relax. Plant the seed and relax. That's, that's it the best technique to do, to do things. And, and regards that, then I would like to go to the next question that comes in the, in the reading. It's very interesting because then Geshe Michael asked, how do I keep, not only keep my partner, but keep the relationship alive, like exciting. And then he talks a lot about karmic correlation that I found very interesting. Uh, maybe Aldo or anybody wants to, to talk a little bit about that. Uh, do you guys remember any of the correlations that were interesting? Like some people were asking, how do I uh, make my partner to be loyal? How do I make my partner to be affect affectionate? And how do I make my partner to be passionate as well? Okay, Juan. Yeah, I remember the exciting part. Well, I think the first of all, the thing you have to stop doing, like Conila said, is jealousy, no? Because 
jealousy mm -hmm. will will start like to kill the relationship will start to dry the flower i think naturally because our our mental patterns we start if we are not very mindful we start to turn the princess or the prince into a toad like slowly slowly it's like the like the cycles like the wheel of life is like the wheel of relationships no i can say and maybe we've all gone through through them and i think if you if you go back like to the teachings of the 12 links like the first link that starts it all that triggers all of them is like misunderstanding so like if you misunderstand your partner then the trouble begins and i think if you take a, if you take it like a bit deeper in the 12 links of the of the wheel but like the diamond way wheel it's not seeing not see not seeing her or him as an angel and i think that that will also start like to not see them like a very special magical divine being that's with you so i must say that we should be very mindful about not like misunderstanding them and always remembering they're they're coming from our seats and they're like a very special divine being with whom we're sharing this life and the, uh, regarding the exciting the exciting part uh, not being jealous and uh, i remember it said to make others others people other the life of other people very exciting like for example i remember Gashina said like people that have that have like apparently boring jobs like yeah. they're like in the in the grocery store at night or someone and they're they seem like a bit bored and lonely like be very uh make be make jokes with them speak with them and also like rejoice about the nice things people do like when you hear Juan or Nick playing music you enjoy it and you rejoice it And I think those kinds of seeds, like just like enjoying and rejoicing about the cool things people do and try to make people life more exciting, that, that will be like very powerful seeds to have a very exciting, passionate relationship. Thank you, Aldo. Thank you very much. And I would just like to add for the audience, that it's also said in the class that when you want your partner to be loyal to you, it seems that, to be honest, I, I, I don't see that much struggling in the Sangha Dharma community. But when I talk to other people, I think that's a big issue. Some people struggle a lot with their partners not being loyal. This is very interesting. It says that The, the, seed, the seed to plan for that is to you yourself being loyal, but with your other relationships, like at your job, with your boss, uh, with your family, if you have a team, you know, having this kind of like trust, like I'm not going to betray you. I'm, I'm taking it also as a kind of keeping your promises or something like that maybe has to do something like that. This is my own opinion, but Geshe Michael just says, be logical in, in your other relationships as well. Uh, not only partnerships, but 
at work and other things. And I find that very interesting. And for the affection part, he says also be friendly with people, even if you don't know them, just go and smile and make them feel your friendship, like spread your friendship. And then he says, and then when you come home, you're going to get kisses, very good kisses. And so, yeah, there is a question in the Q&A and I would like to ask Catherine if she has any idea. Ana Luis, Ana Luis Rojo, uh, she's a girl from Mexico City and she asked, well, you can see in the Q&A, but she say, I would like to ask, what is the cause of feeling lonely even with or without a partner? And she also says, Geshela always talks about how to plant a partner, but on several occasions, People have asked me about the cause of feeling lonely or being left alone. What do you think, Catherine, about this question? Oh, thank you very much, Anai. That's a very beautiful question. Yes, sometimes I also myself, I feel I have this kind of feeling like you are surrounded by a lot of people around, but you still feel like lonely. And... Um, even sometimes, even you feel like depressed. I don't know whether you uh, have this kind of feeling, but um, I do. I did have, um, and I think that's very common actually, for people to have that kind of feeling because um, it's like um, it's like a, a a battery. It's like a battery. I actually love. Uh, or affection that we are feeling, um, it's actually like a battery which need to be charged, recharged, like, or like a, uh, like a car, like a debit card in our, in our bank, right? So it's using, it's using up and um, we need to like fulfilling it all the time, recharging it all the time. <laughs> Because um, every time when we are feeling like happy and beloved or uh, with people, with partner or not, <laughs> but uh, it just um, wastes or use, using our, our seeds, right? So, um, so when, when I like have that kind of feeling like, oh, I, I, I feel like a lonely even my partner maybe just besides sometimes, and I will just realize that oh, actually, it's a kind of uh, rewarming. Like, uh oh, your seeds are not enough. We need to recharge. So for me, like, um, I know my partner. Like, uh, we were classmates in the junior um, middle school, and we know each other like for. Um, more than 20 years and um he's wait and and like he waited for me like uh more than 12 years or something so um and but 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 then suddenly the seats um the, the seats open up right the seats ripening and then i we we we, we were we were good friends we, I, I don't think like uh, he's like a kind of partner or candidates for me, but then seeds ripening. And then I feel like um, he's, the, he's the one that I, I would like to um, spend the time with and to learn. He's a special teacher and angel for me. So it's all because 
um, I planted that seed, you know, um, because my parents, my grandparents, they are like uh, older, they're like uh, over 80s. And I, I, I realized that they are growing older. And but I don't know for you, but for, for like for us in China or Asia, we work uh, in a big cities like Shenzhen, Guangzhou, we are away from home. We don't have time to spend with them sometimes. So I feel like oh, my grandparents, they're getting older. So um, they're living a kind of life like, uh, you, know, you know, the old people, the senior people, they're all living a life like in a certain pattern. Like, um, and, and also they don't feel hope, you know? Uh, it's like, because they are getting older and um, they're all living like the same kind of life every day. So for me, like, I, I, I think um, I need to accompany them, not even uh, be with them, but I, I still can do something. I can call them, right? I can talk to them. So I, I just, you know, the COVID for lasted for like more than two years. But at that year, when it started, I just decided in my heart, like I need to come home. I wish I could have um, more time to spend with them, to accompany them. So <laughs> then the COVID came. So I just like stay home like for three months with them. And I take care of them. Uh, I talk to them. I make them laugh and um, take care of their lives. Well, actually, they don't need you, but uh, I need them, right? So I just came, I, I just spend, spend more time with them and make them laugh and take care of them. And, um, and then, you know, I, I meet my partner, not not he's like like always out there, but uh, suddenly, well, it's all because I have that kind of seats, the common seats. So every time, come back to your question, like every time when I feel like uh, I, I st still like lonely and I'll just remind myself, it's like, a, uh -uh. it's like, a, oh, your battery is low. And I, I just, I will just uh, call them, call my grandparents and care of them and like, um, or somebody who are like, uh, or even your parents actually, your, your parents. Sometimes we always say we, we need to go to the nursing home to take care of the lonely person, right? The lonely uh, ladies or, but actually for us uh, in China or in Asia, actually mm, we have grandparents, you have the families, who are like live like away far away from you, but sometimes you can still take care of them. You can like call them, you can care of them, plant plant the kind of seeds of affection, of considerate, of our love and care, and then you are you you. Like, like those kind of um, loneliness, like the feeling kind of loneliness, it, it will just disappear when you have kind of those kind of seats and your battery is full charged. And then suddenly you feel like, oh, I'm happy. 
not even like um, with people or alone. I don't feel lonely. I feel like happy. I feel like um, peaceful. Uh, that that that's uh, that's what I think. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine. And I think this is kind of the one of the very amazing aspects of the whole system that whatever you want for yourself, you must give it to someone else first. So in this case, the, the whole idea of actually getting a partner, somebody to share your life with, is to give company to people who feel lonely as Connie and well, everybody have mentioned it somehow. So of course I would like to encourage everybody watching here if you want a partner and you don't have a partner, really test the system because that's when magic really happens, not only by listening, but we have to set ourselves into action. We have to give ourselves the chance to, okay, next week, no matter what, even if it's a friend that sometimes is lonely or a friend that, you know, he never goes out with other friends and just call them and see how are they and make them feel that, that you care about them, that they have someone to reach out if they need. Please give yourself the chance to plant the seeds. It's very important. And if you have a partner already, I will also encourage you to try. Try to be more friendly with people who, who you are usually not help, uh, friendly or that may, they may feel ignored sometimes. Just, just be friendly to them. Uh, wishing them, a, hey, have a good day. Hey, good to see you. Hey, what's up? Just I guess you Michael just says, even he say smile. He say it doesn't cost anything, it's free. And and you will get affection, more affection from your partner, for example. Or if you need to work with loyalty, with passion that Aldo was talking about, uh, just really give yourself the chance to try it. Um, I would like to leave the next 10 minutes to, to people for asking any questions to any of the panelists. And if there are no questions, then I, I'm just going to throw a question for the panelists. But if there are questions, then we can move on to the question. But how do you connect this idea? Because in the class, Geshe Michael also talks a little bit about the channels, the inner channels of the yoga theory. Uh, he actually, when he's talking about the smiling, he's saying smiling opens your channels and there is no, it's no coincidence that actually happiness manifests it by smiling well that's my interpretation of it but what do you think is the relationship between having a partner relationship and the opening of your channel sometimes when we are really excited about just meeting someone new or really loving someone or very into our partner relationship we feel like we gain extra energy we feel motivated we feel even sometimes people who didn't have a partner for a long time then suddenly they have a partner and then everybody's like, wow, you look like shining, right? So what do you think? Is, is there any relationship between partner relationship and the inner subtle body, the energy moving in the central channel? Anybody can answer, <laughs> whatever you think. Probably depends on the circumstances of your relationship <laughs> I, I agree with the part about the smile and I, I think I think when you're excited and happy you certainly have um, 
prana flowing in the central channel. <laughs> and then, uh, but then, you know, I'm sure it always comes in waves after that. When you when you think they're coming from you and you get mad, I think it probably has the opposite effect. And your channels probably get super closed. And then you need to go do a bunch of yoga or something just to be able to be normal. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so uh, I think it varies just like without a partner. It's, that's um, maybe, but I think that uh, the smiling thing is a nice, just like, I think, I think of it this way. Like if you smile at people and there really is some physio psychophysical relationship with the central channel, then uh, you're make, more likely to make them smile. Like if you smile at somebody, if I smile at Connie, she's more likely to then smile. And then if she smiles, then I get extra points because I just special points because I just got prana to flow in her central channel. <laughs> so then <laughs> I, I planted seeds to get enlightened. You know, I, got, I planted seeds to have the direct perception of emptiness or something because I made someone else smile. Maybe that's a good argument for playing music too, because music can make people smile. Yeah. You know, actually, Nick, I do think that oftentimes people who do play music have an more of an opening to their central channel than a lot of us do. I also think that there's something super addictive and it's, it's like, I think it's even documented that there are people who get very addicted to being in love, that fear falling in love. I mean, that's incredible karma that someone would have that again and again and again. But I think it is because the central channel is open. And if you don't understand that, that you created it, then you are going to want it from its own side. As Catherine says, you're going to want to try and get it again and again and be unhappy if it doesn't come. But I think that very beautiful feeling and the energy that comes between two people because of that falling in love is the central channel that's open. And it, yeah, then it, it's super expensive, beautiful karma, and you wanna keep it going for as long as you can, for sure. I mean, that's, that's the way I see it, for sure. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, I agree with Condi. That's beautiful. I think not, not only with your partner, but with any, any being you see, if you just like feel love and appreciation for them and try to see them like someone special, like your inner body will go like this instead of like this. <laughs> and I think that helps. And if you do it like with a deeper understanding of emptiness, I think it's much more powerful. So I think just like having that love for your partner or for anyone, or just thinking that they're special, that they're like magical, divine, it helps a lot in your, to open, to open your inner body. Is, Isabel just posted a question too. Yeah, she said, to reach the highest version of yourself in short time, meaning this life, uh, do you have to have a spiritual partner? Well, I have here Geshe Michael saying that it's one of the most advanced, powerful, and difficult practices. Because it's true, it's challenging. At first, at first we have that effect, like we feel attracted to someone. And I find very interesting what Aldo was saying. 
maybe that's why our channel expands because we admire and we see beauty. It's like these seeds are ripening in someone. We see beauty, admiration, attraction, and those things expand our energy and channels. And then we are like, ah, and then the seeds start wearing out and then oh, oh, problems, problems, problems. And that's when it becomes, I, I think, challenging. But Geshe Michael many times have said that actually the challenges are what helps you to become perfect. So in a way, he has said that you want a partner because you want someone to tell you what to improve or yeah, somehow to let you know, you know, reflection, yeah, to show you what you have to work with. So uh, I also have heard Geshe Michael saying that maybe depends for each person. Have you heard anything like that? I mean, will you say that you have to have in this? I don't know. I, don't I wouldn't know. want to make a blanket answer like that. I think that I, I like what you said, Juan, that it, it can, there's no fixed way that it has to be, but I, mm-hmm. but I also have heard from Geshe Michael and, and other teachings that, you know, other teachers too, that it's, mm-hmm. fa- it's fast. It helps. <laughs> But to say you have to, I don't know. I wouldn't want to say that. Everything can be any, you know, things can be anything. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> the possibilities are, are endless. Mm-hmm. So I've also heard that, uh, like, if you're like, your partner can be not, not just like one person, but like, mm. like the whole world. <laughs> I remember the a, a beautiful nun answered that question and he's, because she said, no, my partner practice is like the world. My partner is like all beings. And I, I found that very beautiful. So I think like Nick said, and you said one, it depends on, on, on each person. I'm, I'm probably also like, if your karma, I mean, we just have to work on our seeds either way, right? And so if your seeds are good enough that you're getting close enough to enlightenment, then a partner's going to appear like, you know, it won't even be a decision, you know, like if your seeds are that good, then the partner or whatever you need is going to appear to get you there. I guess I'm guessing. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> ah, that's where these clubs are for. We get yeah. together to talk and to just, and I will encourage people also, if you have a chance to talk about these things with your friends, um, Please go ahead. This very important part of the process we talked last session, studying, contemplating, or talking about these things, and then meditating at your own um, home or, you know. So it's great that we have the chance to just meet together and talk about these things. Uh, we are all- can I answer that? There's one question in the chat. I can answer it in one second. Sure. Because uh, I've been studying this so much lately. <laughs> It's not that it plants a bad seed to stop visiting the old lady after you get your partner. It's that the good seeds that you planted to get the partner in the first place are going to wear out. So then, so then your relationship will end because you're not replenishing or reinvesting the seeds. So it's not that it's a bad one. It's that you're not making the good ones because a relationship is expensive karma. Sorry. No, no, you're good. And I hope we had more minutes because I feel there is more things to talk about, but we are trying to be responsible. 
Okay, so, and then Anais, Anais also was uh, regards the same question. I think the cause of the bad karma feeling lonely, I'm guessing again, as Nick is doing, he says, uh, it's making others feel lonely or ignored. I'm guessing like when people try to reach out to you and many times you have ignored them, even in the street, like people asking you, it's very common in Mexico, they ask you for whatever they need, money or whatever, and many of us sometimes like we no no i don't have even time to look at you i don't have time to, i don't have any so i'm guessing that's why sometimes we feel lonely because we have made others feel lonely i'm guessing okay uh does anybody else wants to say or add anything i just want to say that uh, i appreciate this you guys for coming to see this reading club and participating and if you like this if you like the mixed nuts please consider making donations uh, like one time or monthly or daily or whatever you want to do. <laughs> you can sign up for donations um, on our website, diamondcutterclassics.com and the, the links in the chat. And, you know, we, we need the support, you know, we're trying to do a lot of things, including help to maintain the database of the Asian legacy library. So we could use your support. And it's really important. We have a big job ahead of us. We need we need more help. I can't do any more than I'm doing. And uh, I'm finding that some of my colleagues are in the same situation, so. Thank you, Nick. I, I wanna really thank Juan for stepping up and helping out and um, being such a great host, always. Twice <laughs> I've been on his a panelist for him and I love it, thank you. It's so nice to see Catherine and Aldo and everybody else. Thank you, Nick. I always love your wisdom. It's nice to see all you guys too. I miss y'all. Thank you thank, so much. Thank you, Juan. That was great. Yeah. Hi, you're welcome. Thank you for coming. Hope we all meet soon again here okay. and in real life as well. And congratulations <laughs> for your wedding, Catherine. Yeah. I didn't yes. know you were married, but congratulations. Yay. Thank okay. you very much, Juan and Conila, Nico, Catherine. It was an honor. Thank you. Okay. So again, I will say, I will encourage everybody, let's plant one seed, the seed that we need. We think we need to either get a partner relationship or to improve our partner relationships. Or if you don't want a partner relationship, just to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you really do it let's really do it and and if you feel like doing it and then sharing in the telegram chat what you did that'll be awesome it will create more community to share and encourage others to also do it i'm gonna try to do something this week thanks Juan. okay gracias Juan. see you see you guys later <laughs>